This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room. Uh, this is going to be a great conversation. Uh, we, we are here with uh, Tracy. It's a pleasure to have you on. How are you doing today? Doing well, and uh, my pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. You know, we were we were just getting started and going on a conversation before we hit record, and we've got two vets in the room. And from from what I hear, it's a great experience. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, I don't regret it. I don't regret it. But uh, it, it does have a moment of pause. Actually, would you do it the same way over again? <laughs> Mm. That's well said. A moment of pause. <laughs> oh man! What a wonderful way to put that. <laughs> it, it is. It is awesome that on this show we've had um, athletes and military uh, veterans and and business owners, and they all have that thing in common of just like pursuit of excellence and execution, as opposed to just theory. And there's a lot going on there that that thing crosses over. So. What we usually open the show with is a question that goes a little something like, do you yourself come from a family of entrepreneurs, working professionals, creatives, something along that line? You know, that is a very interesting question. Uh, I would say if you were to really poll the entirety of my family, it's probably educators. Um, So my mom, my father, uh, at some point or another were in... um, um, primary education, uh, high school, elementary school, somewhere in there. My dad eventually uh, became a grocer. So um, he moved over into the the grocery industry. But um, even then, I think he was uh, fundamentally a teacher. So uh, if I was just to look back at it, I think that uh, my family probably spent the uh, majority of that time either uh, teaching uh, or being in an environment where coaching, you know, helping others to, you know, be successful, you know, managing, supervising, that kind of thing. So um, that would probably be where, um, you know, if you would weigh the scales, it would be very heavily on the uh, the education side. Nice. How did that inform your decisions uh, for your career paths and things of that nature? Well, interestingly enough, I didn't go into education. <laughs> so having seen the, uh, uh, you know, the, the lack of financial rewards uh, from that education field, I, I didn't follow it. But uh, I'll be candid and say that I did have the uh, all of that background and exposure to that, which has helped me in my various careers, because I kind of understood that uh, people learn differently. And that, um, you know, when you're a teacher, you have to be patient. You have to uh, understand that it's a process. And and I think the rewarding part of that is actually seeing the light come on and and people actually figuring it out. So I I think uh, in my soul, I'm still a teacher. 
but uh, you know, Chase and uh, uh, Fannie Mae don't want me to teach. They want me to keep doing <laughs> pay these bills. Man, yeah, uh, I love I love that. There's that clarity though. Uh, looking back on it and sort of being able to tie that together. Now, from what I have here in my notes, uh, you run Capital Funding Partners. Is this correct? Yes. And uh, how does this come into the picture for you? Because you have this this career uh, with dual citizenship and military branches, right? Uh, <laughs> two different branches, and then you step into business. Can you sort of walk us through what, the, what happened here? So uh, the bulk of my military career has been in um, uh, logistics. So either the contracting, acquisition, um, uh, the requisition, the uh, uh, the fulfillment side of that. So I've always been in the quote unquote business side of the military. And even uh, as I exited the military and, and got into the private sector, I gravitated to supply and logistics. Uh, and so I've always been um, involved in the business side uh, relative to the execution of um, goods and services. So about a year ago, um, if not a bit longer, I um, started to look at second career. Uh, what was I? Maybe the third or fourth career. I don't know. <coughs> but what was? <coughs> excuse me. But what was I going to do uh, with the second half of my career that uh, could help others? And I, I recognized that as I started to look at uh, expanding, looking into some entrepreneurial activities, that funding was a challenge. Um, it's really hard. Uh, even with a great idea, unless you can find "quote unquote" angel investors, it's it's really hard to uh, secure that capital that it takes to be able to uh, see a dream come true or, or push a dream forward. And uh, as I did some research, I, I noticed that there was a uh, underserved market of what they call alternative lending, and this is basically just lenders who service people who businesses that don't necessarily have a lot of success in the traditional banking industry as far as lending. And as I did more uh, investigating, I found that it was, uh, you know, billions of dollars transacting that way. And how could I help people who were unaware of that, you know, tap into that, uh, the small business owner, the, the family owned business, the business that if they had one more piece of equipment, one more line could actually exponentially uh, take their profit and their revenues to another level. Not to mention the fact that they could hire on two or three more employees and, and you know help you know society, the environment, their own personal community and family as well. So that was my mission as I got into this uh, industry to understand and to educate. Here we go again. Uh, people on, you know, those alternative measures. Because so many people go to the local bank in their community or maybe one of the larger um, well-known banks and ask for a loan. And unfortunately, uh, they're denied. And, and sometimes, unfortunately, people stop right there. They, they don't pursue their dream. So if I can help someone to um, be able to overcome that impediment, that 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 challenge just getting started, it's a dual reward. Uh, I obviously um, profit somewhat from that, not as much as I would like, but certainly I get to see them uh, uh, achieve a dream, at least have an opportunity to go after it. 
Yeah, that's a different kind of light going off right there. Huh? Yeah, no, I I love it. I, and I think yeah, I think it's a good space uh, from what I hear in the way that you present the information. You took a you took a hard look at the facts before making this decision. And I think mm-hmm. that's going to make all the difference in the work that you do. Before I go any further, I want to turn over to Jason and hear his reflections on what you've said so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's I was just we were just talking about this earlier on a different podcast of how you look at military people, athletes, so on and so forth, and how there's these parallel lines that uh, really showcase that there's so much more typically after military service, after uh say an NFL superstar decides to come out. We've had many NFL. We just had a Super Bowl champion on earlier today. Okay. Um, and, you know, how those paralleling lines of excellence, right? That, that real need uh, for excellence and that, uh, as Keanu Reeves would say, the need for speed, man. Right. <laughs> and, uh, how that then translates over into helping others mm-hmm. while you're getting to help yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the goal, right? The goal is that we affect like as many people as we possibly can in such an overwhelming positive way that, you know, the universe just inherently slips a check in our back pocket. Right. I mean, that's a beautiful thing right there. Right. And when you can, when you can truly get to that and I've met lots and lots of people that have done that many, many different ways, black rifle coffee, if you like them or not, doesn't matter. Mm. I know that I know they're, they're, they're crude bunch of crude dudes, but I mean, it's, there's like, I think two, three, four, four, like five or six of them. They're all previous military people. Uh, not all retired, but I mean, they're all prior military folks and, and they've built an empire off of coffee. Now, whether or not you like how they're doing that, that's another story, (laughs) but, but, uh, but the point is, is there's that, that need and desire to affect other people. And as long as we're doing that as business owners, that's a win. And that's really what, Point is, is I that's what I see you're doing in your field is bringing light to something that has no light to it at all. I didn't even know this existed until basically I met you, right, and read your uh, your bio and all that stuff, and 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 really saw that there's an alternative. I didn't know that even existed. So, yeah, good stuff. No, it's definitely uh, somebody needs to do it. I mean, it, it makes no sense mm-hmm. that someone can go to college and pull out hundreds of thousands of dollars in loan with no actual plan on how they plan on playing it back. Right. But yeah, you go in there for like three thousand dollars for a small business loan and they're like, sorry, can't help you. So it just doesn't make any sense. It's like that's like, an amazing. That's an amazing comparison, actually. It, it's crazy <laughs> to me, man, because then it's like 
how do those rules apply to anywhere else in the world, right? You want to talk about failing business models. We can look, we don't have to look that far to see the way you, even our own government runs. Uh, do they ever plan on paying it back? I don't know. <laughs> we, can, we can scale the conversation up infinitely. But what, what's important is that the work you've chosen to do um, is yet again, another career in the life of service, you know, and mm. it just, so, it just so happens that it, it borrows on the strength that, that has followed your lineage, which is education, right? Cause people don't even know mm. it exists. Uh, and being able to articulate it properly, teach people the best ways to use it. I can see this going well, especially with your background in logistics. And it's like, look, cause it's all logistics. This is how you go find it. This is how it's going to work through. You know what I mean? No, so I get it. It's all, it's all, it's all gravy, man. And I, I really appreciate that. That's what you chose to do. Uh, that's one thing I can add to my Rolodex next time someone asks me as well. <laughs> where am I supposed to get a hold of this? I got this great dream. Well, you know, there's uh, there's alternative solutions to yeah. that. In fact, I know somebody I just interviewed the other guy the other day. It's Tracy, <laughs> I'm going to introduce. So you see, but that's the way it works, right? Mm-hmm. It's conversation. It and, is. Uh, and for me, I'm curious, what is your, based on all your experience and everything, you know, multiple careers and what you're doing now and diving deep, even the way you just approach that, what's your bottom line advice for people if they're sincere about getting into business? Um, wow. Um, well, well, I, I got a couple. And then, and so if you'll indulge me, one, yeah. um, you're going you're gonna to have to be tired. And, and, and you're gonna have to accept the fact that you're gonna be tired. I mean, too many people are well rested, but <laughs> aren't well off, right? I mean, I mean it's real, right? Uh, that you know, if you're working a, a, a job and you're trying to start something on the side, or you're working multiple jobs, you, you can't you can't be well rested. I mean, and 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 I get it. That's a that's a, that's hard on your health. But, you know, it's a sacrifice you make temporarily to get you to a permanent state. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, too many people are well rested. And 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 I, and I look and I'm kind of like, mm, it's going to be tough right there if you're well rested. I think uh, a, a, another one is that um, one, you really can't have a plan B. See, most people have a plan B and that allows them to allow doubt to creep in on plan A. Now I'm not I'm I'm not advocating anyone go out and you know you know bet everything on one hand of blackjack and that's your plan A. No, no, nothing like that. But I'm saying if you're not completely committed, then at a point you have to recognize that you don't even believe because you're not all in. So having a plan B tends to undermine plan A. Uh, now you should have a solid plan A. I, I mean, it should be bulletproof as bulletproof can get, and and even then things go awry. But you shouldn't be thinking in the back of your mind, if this doesn't go well, then I'll do X because that's not it. You you've got to be laser focused. And I, and I think the final thing is everyone, absolutely everyone needs a coach. You need someone to help you. Jordan had a coach. Phil Mickelson has a coach. Uh, you know, Pete um, Pete uh, Sampras, the, the, the tennis player. It, 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 at the height of their preeminence as a talent, have a coach. You know, don't think for one minute that um, 
Uh, what's our gentleman, the, the uh, richest man in the world? I'm trying to think of his name now. Um, Which one? <laughs> Warren Buffett. Warren oh, Buffett. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He definitely. Yeah, yeah. Still think Warren Buffett isn't picking up the phone and calling someone <laughs> at least running ideas by them. Too mm-hmm. often people uh, well-intentioned with every bit of their muscle and strength go at something and they just don't know that they're missing it because they don't know. You're the coach. Allow someone who's been there to show you where your efforts could be better directed. And I think a lot of times in business, I see people that come to me and we work on funding are really trying to brute force based on what they know. It's a big world. There are a lot of resources. The two of you here are resources. Pick up the phone. And sometimes it costs a little money. But I I, I laugh because I tell people, I say, so if you spent $1,000 to make $1,001, was it worth it? And people are like, oh, I'm only making a dollar. I'm like, (laughs) but you made a dollar. The thousand was just sitting there. You you so if you have to spend something on a coach and the coach gets, I don't know, 10, 15 percent, whatever that looks like, whatever you set up, is it not worth the other 85 percent that you gained? And, and so you have to think bigger than yourself. And that's why I say you need a coach, because at the end of the day, we both on this call have two eyes, two ears. We can only hear and see so much, and we can only experience so much. I have something that I can pour into you all that you don't have and vice versa. How much more can a coach, a subject matter expert, someone who's done it before, can help you take your business, your effort, your nonprofit to the next level just based on their ability to coach you through things you do not know? And most people need to admit I don't know everything. And the more I learn, the more I learn that I don't know much. (laughs) Man, you couldn't have hit that any better. I mean, because it's, I always run into two things. Number one, ego. Mm. That's number one, ego. Mm -hmm. Or number two, uh, I call it the baby effect. It's my baby. And, (laughs) uh, you know, I birthed it and dreamed it up and, and yeah. my God, by God, I ain't going to change it. Right. I like that. And, I like know, that. I call it the baby effect. That's what it is. Right. Okay. And, you know, through my business career, I have three or four uh, mentors that uh, I believe wildly in mentorship. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not willing to take shortcuts, because that's what it is mm-hmm. a coach, a mentor, whatever you want to call it should be designed to help you take shortcuts, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. Cause mm-hmm. I'm here today and I want a shortcut to five years from now. How do you it. shortcut to five years from now? If you don't even know how to get through today. <laughs> right? So I so, love it. You know, that uh, the, the coaching and mentorship side of things for every business owner, uh, you are, you are sabotaging your own business if you don't have somebody that's, or at least a trusted advisor that's already mm-hmm. walked that whole path, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean it needs to be somebody that's a permanent part of your staff or something like that. But like my dad, 
I have went back to my father um, and my mom. They both ran businesses growing up many, many times and said, well, what would you do in this situation? Right. And man, just a complete different vision than I had. Right. Mm -hmm. But that was coming from a place of they'd been doing it for 20 some years. And then some other things I saw that were like, whoa, man, that not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a delicate balance of what you can learn from somebody and what you can implement to make that shortcut. You know, it is so powerful. And I'm going to steal that because I believe in plagiarizing success vigorously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. No one has invented a better wheel, right? We all are using that <laughs> wheel. No one's invented a better one. But when you say coaching and mentoring create shortcuts to success, I mean, that just resonated with me. I'm going to espouse that <laughs> everywhere I go. You better get a coach and learn these shortcuts because to your point, to get from here to there, I don't want to go all the way around the mulberry bush if I don't have to. There's a, a <laughs> shortcut path through there. I'm the guy. Sure. Sign me up. There's a whole lot of thorns waiting for you. <laughs> I call it the arrows in the back, man. That's yeah. what I call it. That is so powerful. Thank you for sharing Take that. Arrows in the back if you don't have to. Yeah. It, 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 it really made a, a nice connection for me. I, I'm going to use that. So I hope you don't mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, use man. it. Ab- I, abuse it. Yeah. No, I, I personally, <laughs> I even liked what you just said there with the uh, plagiarizing success vigorously, right? Like, because that that in itself is also like it's it, it says something, right? And people need to understand what that means because it's true. We have to find models that are successful. I mean, most when I when I okay, I look back on the 2000 or so conversations, interviews that I've had with uh, CEOs, entrepreneurs, venture capitalists. And when I hear them speak, you know, uh, off record, one of the things that comes up the most is, oh yeah, I know that business model, right? Like that's a conversation they have regularly with people or they'll ask, you know, what's the model you're using for that? It's it's, it's just a a conversation they have. And like, oh, I've never heard of that business model before. And it's all it is. It's models, right? In Mm -hmm. business, it's all about modeling. And -hmm. it's like you said, if you can find a mentor, you can either learn things not to model by being like, wow, thank you for helping me avoid that. Or going, wow, I never looked at it like that. Let me do that. Let me practice that modeling. Mm -hmm. It's so important. What a what an important conversation. And thank you for delivering incredible value on a question that's usually like, hey, you know what? Do your best and always be yourself. And it's like, great. Right. You were like, let me break it down for you. You're going to be tired. You're too well rested. And you're right. Uh, if you want, how did I, how did I put this before? If you want, if you want success that is, uh, incongruent with what most people in the world have, then you're going to have to have behaviors that are incongruent with the kinds of behaviors that most people exhibit. Right. It's just, that's, that's just a fact. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I've always told myself that doesn't mean I always live up to it, but you know, I always always tell myself this, you know? Uh, So I, I really get behind what you're saying. Um, So if people want to get a hold of you and, and connect with you more, because we're we're beginning to close things out here um, where, where can they connect with you? So they can always reach me at uh, info, I-N-F-O, at capitalfundingpartners.org. One word, info at capitalfundingpartners.org. And 
Hey, I I am an open book. You know, I I I find it so disheartening how many people don't know some of the things that would really help them. You know, one or two keys to locks that they didn't know. That and and I'm not hoarding any of that. I mean, if anyone wants to to talk, I'm willing to um, you know share what I know and 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 most likely. I'm going to learn something from them more than they'll learn something from me. So uh, anyone who wants to, uh, you know, reach out, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm available. Um, and I, I am from that education background. I'm just looking to help people turn the light on. Right. I love it. Yeah. Uh, this is a great opportunity to, while we're on the subject of those kinds of things, give a shout out to somebody who made this episode possible today because we're having such a great time here. Well, you know, we have limited slots in our community that we that we uh, uh, partner with people in our community who are actual listeners, because this show is made for people who actually listen to the show, which are business owners and entrepreneurs. It's a it's a crazy concept. You make something and it's for people and they actually consume it. Uh, and one of those supporters is Rogue Publishing Partners. Uh, and uh, Shelby Jo Long is, is a part of that. So you, you can look that up. But essentially, Rogue Publishing Partners is going to put you in touch with everything you need for all of your goals related to actually getting published and being out there. Hmm. They can they give you a host of experts in the independent publishing industry. So we're talking executives, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, writers. If you want to write, publish, market a book, what have you, they can help you with all that turnkey, which Last time I checked in business, if you don't have to do much and you can just throw a couple dollars their way and get something started in the way saves you talk about shortcuts like we did in this conversation today. <laughs> this is a shortcut to the publishing game. So go and hit up roguepublishingpartners.com and let them know the war room sent you and they'll roll out the red carpet for you. Now, coming back to the conversation here, uh, we've got the advice that you laid down so eloquently and we reflected on that. Uh, there's really only one question left to ask. And I just want to check in with Jason before we do that. Let's do it. All right. Tracy, if you could have invited anybody to this room today to join us, listen in, maybe even contribute based on everything we covered, who would you have loved to have had here and why them? You know, I am fascinated with Teddy Roosevelt. Um, His, you know, I, I could go on and on for days, but anyone who hasn't really just taken the time do a quick Wikipedia lookup of Teddy Roosevelt and watch how he went from a teenager all the way up through his presidency. He accomplished so much just through grit, hard work, engagement, and being brave, being brave enough to step out there. So uh, I would I would have loved to have had him part of this conversation because some of the things he did kind of, you know, made me scratch my head because I asked myself, would I have at his age been able to have been a senator? Would I at his age been able to um, even fathom walking away from that type of success and going and doing something completely different and then coming back and becoming a president? I mean, it's it's fascinating. So um, I encourage anyone, you get a chance, go out there and look it up. I'm sure you'll find as entertaining and, and um, informative as I found it. And it may even become a role model for, you know, those who get a chance to take a look at him. But for me, it would have been Teddy Roosevelt. Most people don't realize his son was a one-star general. 
<laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now think about that. His son yep. was a one-star general, and he still didn't eclipse his father. Yeah. <laughs> That's, <right. laughs> That's a high bar right there. That is. Oh, wow. And I think it was, I, you know, it's funny that I heard you say earlier, you know, we can all learn from each other. I, I believe that's actually a Teddy Roosevelt uh, philosophy too, right? Uh, every man is better than me. And in that, I learn of them. I think I remember reading that in um, How to Win Friends and Influence People back when I was like 14, before I started high school. And I was like, ah, okay. And then I went to school and I was like, I, I can't learn anything from my classmates. <laughs> I was like, but I tried. I tried. I was like, what can I learn from these people, even if it's what not to do, right? You you mentioned that point, and I was going to say that. You can always learn what not to do. <laughs> That's easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, uh, it's been an absolutely pleasant conversation, and I, I'm really excited about your new venture. I think, uh, I think that you're going to be in a position to help a lot of people and impact a lot of people. In fact, we spoke to someone a couple of days ago who who's actually in a similar line of work helping businesses uh understand why they can't why they're not in a position to raise capital whether or not he actually helps them is a different story uh his name is mark hollingshead uh i think i think Mm. it it, it warrants making an introduction to you um but yeah man uh, it's been an absolute pleasure and uh it is tradition around here for jason to close this out so i'm gonna turn it over to him yeah well hey Great, great conversation. Always awesome to have another veteran on uh, on the on the war room kind of fitting, right? <laughs> you know, um, love having veterans, especially veteran business owners. Um, you know, because there's there's always that little bit of <laughs> right um, that kind of thing, and you know, I think the value that again, athletes, veterans, things like that bring to the world from a different perspective is it's priceless. So thank you for taking the time to spend just this 30 minutes with us and, and share some of your vision with our audience. Absolutely. My pleasure. Um, and I, I look forward to seeing the, uh, podcast and, uh, recommending others to come in and, and take a look and hopefully I can go back and look in the archives mm-hmm. and, and go back and see some of those. Uh, uh, I'm sure what had to be excellent interviews of uh, people who come before me. So thank you all so much. I really enjoyed it. Oh, man. Right on. Cheers. Awesome. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.